Bobby, what's wrong with the car? Uh-oh, I think it's broke. Look, that thing there is all swoped up. We, we got a pair of pliers and a screwdriver. We can find out. I think we should just start poking stuff. Oh, all right. All right. Don't do that, folks. Tune into the Grease Gurus. Don't go to the emergency room. Go to the Grease Gurus and learn why your car might have stopped on the side of the road and what not to touch. On Saturday mornings <laughs> from 10 a.m. on the Tan Talk Radio Network. Ouch, that hurt. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. I want Charlie Croker given a good going over. Hello, Charlie. Lovely, Charlie. Nice, Charlie. Good to see you, Charlie. Um, now, what would you like? <laughs> Everything. I'm broadcasting. This is Ed Justice Jr., President and CEO of Justice Brothers Incorporated. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars.
Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Bedroom Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google Tantalk, 1340.com, and you should see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Yes, sparkling, no, drizzling, wet, rainy downtown Clearwater. Hey, don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And if you miss any of our past shows, don't forget to go to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the archive page, where you can listen to all 400 and a whole bunch of shows. How about that? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and good evening, Bobby. I got my son back in the studio with me for the evening. So, uh, hi, Bobby. How you doing, bub? Please clap. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! The master of the sound effects. So this. This should be a fun show tonight. Anyway, yeah, speaking of which, we have a great show for you tonight because uh, we have two very special guests coming on this evening because this month we're doing a special Monterey Motorsports Madness. How about that? Does that sound okay, Bobby? We did Motors- Monterey Madness, but how about... Monterey we- Motorsports Madness. You like All that? right. You well, like now that? I don't have to poll people on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so because... This is probably the most exciting event of the year, and it takes place out in Monterey, California. And again, we talk about the four main shows you got to go to. You got to go to Scottsdale, Arizona. You have to go to Amelia Island. You have to go to Monterey, and you have to go to SEMA. Those are the big events that you need to, even if you have to do what I do sometimes travel out there, sleep in the back of a car, eat some cheese and crackers, drink water, and panhandle. But anyway, <laughs> is that what you do? Out there? <laughs> yeah, that's what you do out there. Hey, listen, you do what you got to do to get out there, and uh, because it's such a spectacular event that you you just can't afford to miss it, you know. Because anybody and everybody, and any car that you can possibly think of, will probably be rolling down the road. You know, the joke about the uh, we had on our show a few uh, months back, we had my friend Mark Green from Cars Yeah on, and he writes uh, editorials every once in a while. I should be doing more of, but he wrote about. The Monterey traffic jam. Well, now, when you think of a typical traffic jam, you think about, you know, all kinds of just run-of-the-mill cars on the road that are all stuck in traffic. But not in Monterey. Monterey, you're going to see Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Porsches, Maseratis, Shelby's Bosses, Z28s, Paganis, just all kinds of vintage BMWs, vintage this, vintage that, all kinds of stuff. And the funny part about it is a lot of the guys are sitting there because none of those cars don't have air conditioning. So they're sitting there with the windows down, the tops down. Uh, I remember one time I was going down the road and the guy was in a Countach and he had the gull wings open because it was so hot in there. And of course, those cars have terrible ventilation and he's going down the road. He's trapped in traffic. And it's like, uh, you know, three lanes of cars and bumper to bumper and everybody's trying to get to all the events because there's just tons and tons and tons of events. So if you Google Monterey Car Week or Monterey Collector Car Week, you'll find out about uh, tons of them. But we're going to talk about two of them tonight. We're going to talk about the Concorso Italiano. And we're going to talk about the WeatherTech. Correct me if I have to say this now. I, I'm old school, so I say Laguna Seca. But what is the proper? WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca. WeatherTech, yeah. Because I remember when we had uh, Jill on, and I w- it was the Mazda Raceway or Mazda Laguna Seca Raceway. Mazda yeah, Raceway, Mazda. Laguna Seca. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but you know, hey, us old schoolers, you know, we, we, we don't say that. But at any rate, there's just a lots and lots and lots of stuff. now. And one more exciting thing. One more. Because I don't want to let too much of the uh, show to go by before I let this out of the bag. But Tantalk Radio Network has uh, modified our video streaming service to now using YouTube Live. Are so we, we are now, you can visit us now on YouTube.com, uh, search Tantalk Radio Network, and we are now YouTube Live here in HD, crystal clear video in the studio. Same the, same camera. Same ca- So does that mean we're, li- I'm, we're live on YouTube right now? Yes. Oh, that means I can't screw up. Oh, okay. <laughs> same as same as our other video. It's just it's just yeah. more people can see it. So. Oh, okay. Well, hey, how about a big wave to everybody out there? That's pretty cool. Okay, great. That's great. That's just starting this week. Yep. Starting this week. Excellent. See, I love technology in in that regards. Yes, and that means that we'll also be able to keep all these videos now for people to uh, go to, back and look at. To go back and review and look at and study uh, and, and analyze study and analyze and uh, get a bag of popcorn and uh, and a soda pop and, and uh, laugh their head off and laugh their head off. <laughs> Okay, especially on the weekends when they watch uh, our good friends, the Grease Gurus, with Bobby and Timmy and uh, Lou, right? You know how to drive a radio station? (laughs) We do now. We do now. Okay, so now if you want to find out what's going on locally or in the state of Florida, this uh, then check out flacarshows.com. Because if you go to flacarshows.com, you're going to find out what 
is going on in the state of Florida. So, you know, north, south, east, west, there's just a ton of stuff going on. Now, this weekend, uh, we're going to probably diddy-bop up to Mount Dora because they got, what is it called, the Highwaymen Show? The uh, Highwaymen um, Art Festival. They're having an art festival for exclusively for Highwaymen art pieces made by the Florida Highwaymen. Okay, that's a traveling group of artists uh, famous for painting uh, very exclusive Florida scenes. Okay, scenery. Okay, very good. And uh, and then also at Renegers is the Guitars and Cars Car Show and Swami. That's this weekend. So anyway, I think what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go to a little break here real quick. We're going to and then we're going to fire up the stereo and we're going to come right back with our guest. Right. That's so, right. You're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial. We have a really fun-filled, educational, oh, and cultural, I might add, show for you this evening. Hey, this is Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our first guest for the evening. And you heard me talk a little bit earlier about the most prestigious Italian car show on the Monterey Peninsula. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening Tom McDonald. He's the president of Concorso Italiano. Tom, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing very well, Robert. Thank you. I hope you're well. Oh, I'm doing real good. Now, speaking of which, we have a lot of rain here this time of year. It's summertime, but you're up in, well, near Seattle, Washington. So how's the weather up there right now? Every summer, despite what people say, every summer yeah, we have what most areas would call a drought, and it's welcome. We we certainly appreciate the dry weather. It, we've had probably roughly two consecutive months now of maybe two days of rain, and the rest is sunshine. It, 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 summers here are glorious, absolutely glorious, and we're in the middle uh, of another stretch of what is some very warm, mild, no humidity weather, and, and we greatly appreciate it. It's kind of what makes it so hard to go down to Monterey down in California every year. So we have to, we're, we're away for about a week, and that week, summers here are so wonderful, it's difficult to leave for a whole week. Well, now, you're, I'm not real familiar with the uh, the the Washington-slash-Seattle coastline. Now, is Seattle's almost on the coast, right? Or is it on the coast? Well, we're on, we're on the saltwater, okay. not on the coast. We're a long ways from the coast. There's a big, big... Uh, I'll call it a bay. They call it Puget Sound, but it's a big bay mm-hmm. um, uh, that's you got to travel a long way till you get to really the open ocean. Okay. All right. Well, now tell us a little bit. Give us a little quick background about yourself, real quick, and how you got involved with Concorso. Uh, so we, you know, kind of set the stage for us a little bit. Well, it is 
geez, it was almost 10 years ago where mm-hmm. um, uh, I, had, I, I was certainly familiar with Concorso, um, having lived for uh, a long time in the, the, the close to Monterey Peninsula in San Jose, California. And I was familiar with Concorso. I had been to it once, and I thought it was a fine. I, mean, I really enjoyed the event. And um, I moved up here to Seattle, and um, in 2009, um, my former investment banking partner asked me to help him take a look and evaluate this business and walked into the business. I see car magazines everywhere, and I see the name Corso Italiano. I think, ooh, this is pretty interesting. And um, uh, the more I evaluated the business, because the owner wanted to sell, the more I realized I don't want to help him sell it or position it for sale. I want to buy it. And I did so. And uh, this was 2009, and... Uh, my, my brother, who's a huge enthusiast, uh, joined me on the purchase, and uh, we've been we've been deeply involved with Concorso ever since 2009. It was, came off of a, a rough year where the the prior owner decided to take the event uh, to a to an airport tarmac. Um, it, it was a private airport or uh, in in a town called Marina on the Monterey Peninsula. It was probably not a very good decision. Is all these Italian cars, they're just glorious cars. They don't look very good on a tarmac. They show so well on the green grass of a golf course. And um, uh, so there was a lot of fallout from that, what I would call ill-fated decision to go to an airport. And shortly after that, uh, that's when my brother and I entered the picture. We, our first thing we did was make an announcement that we're here, we're going to bring the event back to where it's supposed to be, and which is a golf course, and that's exactly what we did. So that was 10, this is our 10th show coming up, uh, although the 33rd, 33rd year for the event. Okay, now it's held at the Black Horse Golf Course, which is a very exclusive golf course. Um, actually in Monterey, or is it is that Seaside? It, it's in Seaside, it's all okay. on the peninsula, and a little bit out of uh, the, the flow of the heavy traffic. So the one thing people complain about besides hotel rates is uh, how it can get, um, the traffic can get very congested. And frankly, that week, I'm not sure if I would mind the congestion unless you're in a hurry to get from point A to point B. Yet everywhere you turn, there's luxury, exotic, and historic cars on the on the roads. And uh, never has the traffic jam been so entertaining um, when you have all these cars in, in traffic with you. We're a little bit outside of that where traffic flows freely, and it's, it's welcome, but um, sometimes you miss the, the little uh, hustle and bustle of, of the core of the peninsula. But all things considered, I really appreciate being in Seaside. The city loves us. We love them. It's the city of Seaside, wonderful to work with. It's a great golf course. Um, we've got a panoramic view of Monterey Bay from the golf course, so it makes for a really, really nice event. Now, are you a uh, Italian car collector yourself? I would assume so, right? Well, I have been, uh, not presently. Um, uh, I have been in the past, primarily an Alfa Romeo guy. We've got some family health issues, so um, collecting has had to take a back seat as we work through some of these issues. But um, my cousin is, is uh, an Alfa Romeo enthusiast. Uh, many, many years ago, uh, he told my dad about these things called Alfa Romeo, and dad investigated. He liked what he saw, and, and uh, the extent of his midlife crisis was buying an Alfa Romeo Spider. Of course, Dad got, sort of caught the bug, and he spread the contagion from my cousin to my dad, spread it to uh, all five of his kids. I'm number two in line. And um, so all four of us are, have been forever infected um, with this bug, and it, it's been thrilling. Between um, four of us who have very much uh, been a little more active in the, the Italian car community, um, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. We get to exchange ideas, and at present, my sister and my older brother are the two that uh, have taken the deepest dive into Italian car ownership. Uh, I, I hope to be back into the ownership very soon, but um, not quite yet. Okay, well, it's interesting because when you mentioned Alfa Romeo, I've always been a fan of the uh, mid-60s through early 70s GTVs, the little yeah. sport coupe, because when I was a kid growing up in Europe, I lived in Italy, as a matter of fact, and my dad's friends had either an Alfa Romeo or a Lancia Fulvia. And uh, so I got to sport around with those cars. So I have an affection for those cars. But if it's any consolation, one of my favorite cars is the Lamborghini 350 GT. 
And it is actually the logo car on my business card as a Lamborghini 350 GT. And you and I have another mutual friend who's also into Lamborghinis, and that is, which is uh, out of my price ranges too, as I might add. But uh, Jim Kaminsky is a real good friend of mine. And uh, Jim, oh, so terrific guy. <laughs> so it's a small world. No, really enjoy Jim. Yes, he is a great guy. He's just like a, a loyal, dedicated, committed Lamborghini guy. And he's t- he's tuning in yeah. tonight. He's listening, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, um, Jim, if you're listening, uh, hello. Uh, look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. It's always fun to talk with Jim. Um, it, it, he's, he's just got a rich history and knowledge of the world of Lamborghini. It's, it's, uh, it, it's entertaining and informative and always fun with Jim. Right. Now, uh, another gentleman that uh, you're probably familiar with, and I had, a little, had him play a little liner because he's been on our show before, and that's Piero Revolta. And, uh, and Revolta is one of the featured cars there this year, right? Yes, we, we have a, a car um, that, that was restored. It's an old family car. One of the things we always like to feature is cars that have been held in the family you know, for multiple generations. And uh, so it was a gentleman um, who is retired now, but he found his uh, car that his father once owned. His father sold it, and Buddy found it and has completely restored it. And it was a really nice story how we restored it. He's bringing it out to Concorso, so it'll be really fun to see it. I've never seen I've seen this model before. I've never seen this particular car before. And uh, Buddy is a terrific person. Um, it's just just one of those kind of guys where if you live next door to him, you'd love it. And, um, and so I look forward to seeing his car. He, he tells a great story, and uh, I, I've seen a fully restored uh, Revolta will be fun. Now, roughly a thousand cars show up there at that event. So, why don't you give us some highlights a little bit? Take us through the process because a lot of my listeners aren't really familiar with all the details. But since you're the president of Concorso Italiano, you probably know better than anybody. Well, yeah, it, it, the event um, is mentioned. It's about 33 years old, and it, it uh, I won't take you for the full history, but. Um, it, it started as a Maserati Club event and then just grew from there. And to the point today, um, uh, we have about a thousand cars. I don't, I don't want more than that. A thousand cars is probably all we need. Um, and about 900 of them are Italian cars. And this includes what one would call the usual suspects in Ferrari, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, Lamborghini. Um, and and then there are cars that might be a, people might be a little less familiar with. Cars such as you mentioned, uh, uh, Isos, Revoltas, Beatsarinis. There's a brand most people won't be familiar with, but Mm -hmm. it's a venerable name in the industry. We have Panteras. Um, uh, Let's see, we've got motorcycles of of many kinds, all Italian. And then we have this this Fiat, of course. What am I saying? I don't know about Fiat. And, and Lancia, you mentioned Lancia uh-huh. um, with the Fulvias, and Lancias have, have just gone, um, just over the, the decades, they've gone through a tremendous evolution. Unfortunately, we don't see Lancias being sold in the United States, and they're only sold in Italy for the most part now. And even then, I, I get the feeling that there's not much effort being put into developing new models and, and, and increasing sales of Lancias. So it remains a mystery to me. Um, where launch is going, but those are the, most of the brands. And then we have this category called um, special coach works, and this could be a lot of things. It could be Cadillacs. Um, uh, uh, there's Cadillacs Alantes that were designed by Panin Farina. So Panin Farina, being a, a, a traditional uh, Italian designer, these cars are considered Italian. We've got, we've even had BMWs and and uh, Triumph all. Designed by uh, by and Volvo, designed by Italian designers, so they would go into the special coach works. There are some real gems that show up every single year in in uh, special coach works. So that's that's sort of a, a fun and always an interesting area because the cars, ninety five percent of the people who are car enthusiasts just didn't know about these cars and certainly didn't know that there was an Italian, uh, they had an Italian connection. So those are all the marks we have. And then we have what we call our um, uh, uh, global exotics. And these are cars just have really nothing to do with Italy, but they're special cars. And, you know, the, the 
there are great cars in the world, and they don't all necessarily have to come from Italy. So we have about 100 of these global exotics that they're primarily coming from Europe, where there are several Japanese cars, uh, models that we love to have out there, too. Things like NSX, the old uh, 280Zs, and um, we even have a Datsun 2000. I'm sorry, a Toyota 2000, some 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 older uh, Datsuns. Um, so get some really fine cars out in global exotics that, that are a lot of fun. But again, no collect connection Italy, but it's fun to see these cars. Now, what else do you have? What are some of the other activities? I think we have another mutual friend, Pete Darguzzi's there from Haycock Insurance. You've got vendors there. Uh, Jim Carpenter, you probably know Jim. He's out of uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. He builds those um, P4 replicas. Uh, He's a good friend of mine. I know he's generally there. He's got a display. And then, of course, the food, Italian food is everywhere over there, right? Well, you know, yes, it is. Um, we, We have sort of three things that, uh, that, that we sell, four things that we celebrate. What am I doing? <laughs> um, certainly the cars. It all starts with the cars and the personalities. We, 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 every year we have a host of guests coming from Italy, and this year will be no different. Um, uh, but we celebrate Italian music. We celebrate Italian fashion, and as you mentioned, Robert, certainly Italian food. We, we, we try to make it a relaxed event. Uh, it is a judged event, not the the same vein as a traditional concourse. Um, so it, it's relaxed in that we don't want the owners to get too wound up, too too concerned or nervous about their cars and as they're being judged. Um, but but uh, owners, there are many owners who do want their cars judged by a certain criteria so they know how their cars stack up. And I, I don't know if this is for self-fulfillment or eventually in the you know they're they're going to want to sell their cars and they just want to be sure that it's as factory original as possible um but we celebrate uh just everything about what i would call italian culture and there are not many people who who have difficulty warming up to italian culture you walk in an italian restaurant you know the feel most people love the food and that italian food is as varied as as any other cuisine and but we like people to come and be able to sit back relax enjoy a little wine a little food, uh, to certainly soak up the atmosphere of, of Italian music. And, you know, one of the things that happens midday, we have a fashion show, had it for 25 of the 33 years, and it's at the time where at the stage it's standing room only. It's packed with people uh, for the primarily at, at women's and children's fashion. And um, you know, if people look at me, they see me in a shirt and jeans, and they wonder, what the hell does this guy know about fashion? <laughs> well, they're right. Um, so I, I, there are some experts that I defer to, but that fashion show is really quite popular uh, right in the middle of the day. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, celebrities and stuff like that. When I was there a couple of years ago, I met Tom Chiarda. He was the uh, the, uh, the gentleman that designed the Pantera, for example, worked for Bertone. And uh, I also met uh, uh, Mr. Lamborghini, Ferruccio's son. He was there a couple of years ago. Keith Martin's there. Your uh, mutual friend is Matt Stone. He's, uh, yeah. you know, your MC. So it's a spectacular event, and you do a very, very great job. And uh, I look forward to that event each year when I do get out there. And uh, this year I look forward to getting out there again. Hopefully I'll get a chance to meet you. And then one more time here before we leave, why don't you go ahead and give out the information so people can kind of uh, find out a little bit more about Concorso Italiano. And you do two events. You do one in Palm Springs as well, right? No, no. Um, uh, we just found that this, things got very busy. I mentioned the family health issue. It okay. continues um, that we just couldn't do the Palm Springs one anymore. I couldn't devote the attention to need it. So it, it's just Monterey. And uh, this year, it's it's a week later than it typically is. The whole automotive automobile week got moved back one week. But we're on Saturday, August 25th at uh, Bayonet Black Horse in Seaside. Uh, great place. It's, it's a wonderful place. It's not too hot. It's never humid. It's, it's, it's a very comfortable place. Um, if people want more information beyond what I've been able to share in this conversation, they should go to our website, and that's uh, simply concorso.com, C-O-N. C-O-R-S-O.com. And if if you want tickets or just more information, it's a great place to go. Super. Well, Tom, I want to thank you very much for taking a little time out and hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And uh, I wish you all the best. Wish you all the best health-wise. Wish you all the best with your show. And I look forward to meeting you. 
Great, Robert. Let's. Uh, I'll be at the stage all day at the event. If you're there, please, please force your way because uh, I'd love to be able to meet you in person. Excellent, excellent. Well, Tom, thank you very much. I want to thank my special guest, Tom McDowell, president of the spectacular, prestigious Concorso Italiano. Tom, you take care. Great. Thank you very much, Robert. Okay. Very good. Bye bye. Bobby, I think we uh, let's go to a commercial break here real quick, and then I get our next guest on. We got a good friend coming on from. Hey, if you're a motorsports fan, Laguna Seca. So, hey, you're tuned into Nostalgia Getting Cars. Don't touch that dial. We will be right back. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friend, Corey, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727 727- 
727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than flacarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, flacarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at flacarshows.com. What happened? What did you do? Tell me everything. Huh? Well, they have to do that to remove the jaw. Ah, consider yourself very, very lucky. Next! It's me, Arthur Denton. I'm next! Next! Hmm? Does, uh, that have an appointment? Ask it. I'm off duty. I've been saving all month for this. I think I need a root canal. I'm sure I need a long, slow root canal. Let's go. I have a history of dental problems. Shut up! Yes, doctor. I went to a terrible dentist on Wednesday who was recommended to me by somebody that I saw on Monday, who's the brother of a man that I usually see on Sundays. I remember the first time I went to the dentist, I thought, gosh, what a neat job. If only I were a dentist. The dentist I went to had the greatest car. He had a Corvette. And I thought, my gosh, everybody calls him doctor, and he's not really a doctor. Oh, my God. Let's take a look at that mouth. Say, uh... ah. Ah! Candy bar! professionalism that I respect. about you, and they're going to hear about Just it. Just get it! What's this? Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Damn sicko. Hi, this is Bob Varsho. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back. Now, Bobby, what was that little cliche we heard over the weekend? Theater of the mind. That's radio. That's radio. From theater to theater of the mind. That's what there we do. You. All right. Well, we played that uh, for our special guest this evening. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this afternoon my good friend, the PR manager for WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca. That's our new name, ladies and gentlemen. And that's uh, Brad Littlefield. Brad, how you doing, buddy? Hey, great. Great to be back on here, Robert. Yeah. So uh, so we now, now we have a new name out there. I still say Laguna Seca. And it's, it's funny because every time I would have Jill on, she'd go, every time you leave out Mazda Laguna Seiko Raceway or Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca, I'm going to charge you a dollar. So mm-hmm. that was the running joke. But now it's WeatherTech. So uh, tell us how that whole merger came about. Hey, you do that as well, by the way. It took me a few times to put on the mirror uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca, but now it's uh, smooth <laughs> as silk. Uh, yeah, it's um, a good deal. I mean, we had a great uh, 17-year run with Mazda, and um, you know when, when that came to an end in April, and WeatherTech was uh, chomping at the bit to, to get on board, and uh, you know. David McNeil, the owner, and his son Cooper, they're both racers, and they love the track and uh, love racing, and uh, they've been a a great partner to work with so far. Well, now, you've been there now for what, about a year and a half now, something like that, as the uh, PR manager? 
Yeah, year ago January. Okay, so was, and it sounds like it's working out pretty good for you. You love it there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I came from a drag racing world, and uh, you know, it took a few months to not call the paddock the pits and, and things of that nature. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, everything's been going great. You got a great staff to you know to work with over here, and uh, just the the variety of events is um, is great. I mean, for someone just uh, who's obsessed with cars and racing, there's a a, a lot thrown at you out here and it's it's wonderful now wouldn't it be kind of cool if they had a drag strip there like they do up at sonoma i mean yeah i'm, I'm still <laughs> pitching it they haven't you know bought any of my designs yet but you know someday it'll work out <laughs> the, the, the elevation changes drag racing isn't really known for so we've got to work on that well what is it turn 16 the last turn there you get the long straightaway that's almost a quarter mile in it and it's kind of uphill so that'd be kind of cool it's it's better than downhill like english town Right, right, yeah, yeah. The uphill. I mean, you know, the you like like to load the nitro motors and things like that. So it, you know, it might be onto something there. Okay. <laughs> so, well, now I know in a month you've got because uh, you, you talked about some of the other events, and and uh, uh, I'll just say Laguna Seca, but uh, WeatherTech Raceway is uh, Laguna Seca is known for motorcycle racing, you know, GP racing, obviously uh, um, road racing. But uh, Ren Sport is coming. They do some special functions here. So mm-hmm. Ren Force, and it's the 70th anniversary of Porsche. And uh, so you've got a big event there next month, right? Yeah, at the end of September, uh, September 27th through 30th, uh, Porsche Ren Sport Reunion 6. And it's, uh, you know, they, they usually spread that out every four years, but they made it three this time to celebrate the 70th anniversary. At, uh, yeah, and we're honored to that, that it's the third time in a row that they've had it at our track. It started out in Lime Rock and off the idea of uh, when they were featured mark at the uh what was then known as the monterey historics now the rolex monterey motorsports reunion um you know it was so successful and they saw such you know enthusiasm and passion from um you know from their following that uh, they they start putting on their own events which just just grown and grown by leaps and bounds and that'll end up being our our uh, biggest event of the season it's uh, a whole lot of anticipation leading up to it this year I heard a rumor is uh, IndyCar coming to uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Uh, that's no longer rumor. That's fact. That's, that's fact, uh, really. Yep, yep. We uh, announced that we will be their season-ending event on the uh, third weekend of September next year. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. it'll be the first. The last time uh, we had IndyCars was uh, where we started in 1983 with the Kart Series and. They ran here up through uh, 2004 when they were champ car, and uh, they did test session in 2007. But yeah, it's it's been one a little while, and we're you know happy to welcome them back. It's like you know it's, this track's kind of a, a spiritual home for uh, the road course part of that series, and it's uh, it's going to be exciting to bring them back. Now, Laguna Seca, the raceway there is is for the most part that track's in excellent condition. So, are you going to have to do any modifications to accommodate the Indy cars, or uh, is everything just kind of like status quo? Oh, there, there's uh, there's going to be some updates and um, and yeah, even contract where um, is yeah, just a few um, few things safety wise that, that we're going to do, and I'm sure as as you know site visits, more things like that come about. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll add on to that list, but you know, it, it, it's not. Uh, we're not moving hills or mountains or anything to have to do it. <laughs> it, it it's uh, we like think we, we keep everything in pretty tight order here. Okay, well, a, gr- a few gravel pits or something like that. You know, in case of runoff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the Rolex uh, reunion is coming up. That's uh, in two weeks. So tell us about some of the main features. So what what's the feature car now? McNeil just bought the one of the uh, one of a handful, one of thirty six Ferrari GTOs. Uh, that's, of course, that's been all over the place. So is he going to have that car on display there? Uh, it, I mean, there, there's not a place roped off for it. But if he were to just drive in and knowing him, that he <laughs> could very, very uh, likely to happen. Uh, I, I would not be surprised to. Um, see the car right right in the middle of the paddock there okay um yeah but we got uh, nissan is a featured mark this year and it's actually the first uh you know asian automaker to be honored as the featured mark so let nissan and dots in history be celebrated here and it's it's kind of a neat place for it because you know it, you know Dotson really um came in a, a prevalence and you know imsa and can and other series i mean a lot of that happened here at this track so 
it's uh, bringing a lot of the same cars back. And uh, yeah, Nissan's really going all out with their their display. You got the you know Paul Paul Newman cars coming from uh, Adam Carolla and from elsewhere, and it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, yeah, and then not to mention Pete Brock with the BRE Dotsons and John Morton and those guys who basically were legendary at that track. Yeah, and actually, yeah, Saturday on stage at about one thirty, uh, Peter Brock, uh, John Morton, and uh, Steve Millen will uh, all be there. You know, kind of train stories from that era, and uh, yeah, following that on stage, they're going to do a little tribute to Dan Gurney with Sir Jackie Stewart and Chris Gord talking about him. Excellent. It's interesting you mentioned Steve Millen, because Steve Millen, Kaz Kastner, uh, Pete Brock, and John Morton have all been guests on my radio show at one point in time, and uh, so that'd be, be great to be able to see those guys in person again. That's great. So what are some of the other features that are going to be going on? What are some of the other cars? Tell us roughly how many cars show up there for that particular event. How many cars are actually um, – uh, it's, it's, it's what, close to five, 600 cars that show up there for that? And different yeah, groups? Yeah, we, we call it uh, 550. I mean, there's actually more than that entered. You know, we uh, – Always planned for because there's Monterey pre-reunion a weekend before and and you know so sometimes things happen and these aren't cars that are have easy uh, parts to replace but uh, yeah we'll end up with you know 550 or more cars out of you know nearly a, a thousand that have you know been applied and and tried to be accepted but you know we judge judge everything based on history and race provenance and uh, you know we kind of kind of end up with the the pick of the litter. What's the sanctioning body there that uh, regulates? the cars and what is the criteria to be able to race at monterey the historic motorsports association uh which is headed by chris vandergriff and uh, yeah hit him along with with um those who are committee of registration over here um i mean they, they all go through them one by one and you know and it's uh, authenticity is, is the big thing and you know depending on the type of car how, how that's um you know measured could be different but they they want it you know, to be, you know, exactly in the same, you know, r- racing condition that, that it was at the time. Yeah, so there's um, a, lot, a lot of cars that have been, uh, you know, fixed and updated, but not, uh, no, you know, recreations. Okay, so basically original cars, roughly in the original configuration, the way they race, preferably in the original racing livery that they race, but with safety modifications upgrade, that's acceptable, Correct. Oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the the safety stuff would be the the only areas where you know you get away with where they you know couldn't then. Which would be namely brakes and things of that nature, right? And steering and a few things. Tires, obviously, tires is huge. Now in the uh, so the paddock area, basically, which is underneath uh, uh, right behind Pitt Road there. So that's where all the Nissan display will be, right? Or are they going to be over in a tent, have a couple tents set up? I mean, how many different marks are you going to have as far as featured cars besides Nissan? Uh, quite a few. I mean, if you go through the the pit row garages, uh, we you know we've got a, a whole bunch of OEMs uh, out there, and uh, actually there'll be two uh, world debuts, uh, and I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to talk about either of them. But uh, well, Audi has already teased that their electric car they're going to do a world debut here on Thursday on their showcase stage, which will be out there in the middle of the paddock, and uh, there'll be something big uh, down the pike from Ford as well on Saturday. Uh, it's interesting you mention that, yeah, because uh, I think, and I'm not sure when it is, but I actually had somebody from Ford scheduled to come on the show here because they were going to make a big announcement about the Mustang, and that's about all I can uh-huh. say right now. So you probably know what I know, or you probably know more, but uh, interesting. Um, what about Jeff Swart? Is he going to be running around on the track with that funny little uh, Panamera and the big camera car thingy he is doing some filming it again this year like he did last year? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it, yeah, you can always kind of count on him running around, and <laughs> yeah, it's one of, one of the, the the characters that makes the makes the race what it is. Well, yeah, but I mean, people don't realize that. But you know, you he is a professional, uh, let's just say, movie maker slash commercials, pr- predominantly for Porsche. But he actually has a uh, a very innovative camera car, which is, happens to be a Porsche Panamera. At least the last time I saw it, it was, and it's got a huge boom and a camera thing that comes down. And he actually runs, and he's a racer himself, so he actually goes along the side of the cars, often up to speed, filming live. I mean, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, no, that's definitely a, a sight to behold. Okay, so what are some of the other uh, uh, events that are going to be taking place? So basically, the the race starts on on Thursday, right? Uh, or testing mm-hmm. and tuning, and the racing actually commences. Is it th- Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or is it? 
The, the, the racing itself is Saturday, Sunday. So we have 15 different run groups. And, okay. um, yet, like, all, all of them are get track time uh, for practice and qualifying on Friday and Saturday. Or, I'm sorry, on Thursday and Friday. And Saturday and Sunday, uh, that they're split in half. So, you know, half of them uh, get complete their uh, race on Saturday and the other half on Sunday. So, yeah, depending on, you know, if there's a particular class, um, you know, you come out to see on Saturday or Sunday. But they take a look at the schedule and make sure um make sure you don't uh, miss out on what you're looking for so i mean we got everything from as old as you know 1911 you know national speedway roadster to you know gtp cars from you know imsa air in the in the 90s and uh some some screaming cars like the you know can-ams of the 1970s and uh formula one and uh, also uh, formula 5000 on their 50th anniversary tour out here Oh, right. That's right. I forgot about that, which is uh, basically Formula 5000. is kind of a modified Can-Am car, right, essentially? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And they've you know, got, got a um, you know, great great history out of this track. I mean, it's Mario Andretti won a Formula 5000 event here in the 70s before he, uh, he moved on to Formula 1. Uh-huh. And then always there's the notable celebrities. Name a few of the celebrities that will be walking around there, you know, race car drivers besides uh, Morton and and, uh, and Still and, and – uh, Pete Brock and people like that. Who else will be around there that you think? And and the, and most of those guys are accessible, and you can walk through the whole pits, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, every uh, it, it, admission ticket you get, you you know, get to go anywhere in the paddock, and uh, and uh, that's that's really a place to be. And you know, it, it's hard to kind of drop names because you know so many people just you know they get a ticket, they they show up, and um, you know you, you gotta you gotta just be there to see it all. I mean, last year there was. Uh, well, uh, Nigel Olson, the Elton John's drummer, he always comes out here. And uh, Nico McBrain, the drummer for Iron Maiden, he's a big car guy. So he shows up to all these things. And, you know, he's, you should get a Jay Leno siding uh, you know, all, all throughout <laughs> the peninsula. So yeah, it's a, it'll be fun. Excellent. Well, we're just about up against the clock. So, Brad, why don't you uh, go ahead and get out, give out the information on uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Did I say that right? Yep, nailed it. Wittetech Raceway Laguna Seca, or 2.238 mile, 11 turn uh, track. It's been here since 1957. We got, uh, after this weekend, we got Monterey Pre Reunion to kick things off for Car Week out here. That's um, August 18th and 19th. We got the Rolex Monterey Motorsports Reunion, the Crown Jewel four day event, uh, Thursday through Sunday. You want to be here for that? That's August 23rd through 26th. Two weeks after that, we got IMSA coming here with the Wittetech. Um, sports car championship they're going to be out here september 7th through the 9th and then we uh, close out the month with porsche rinsport reunion 6 september 27th through 30th that, that's going to be a huge one wow that's incredible and then don't forget the indie race which is when is that that's the last that's in uh, november that uh november of next year 2000 oh that's right next year. september of 2019 and actually the uh IMSA, which is celebrating their 50th anniversary next year, they announced their schedule already. We are going to go back-to-back weekends next year, the second and third weekend of September with the IMSA race and the IndyCar race, so of a Monterey Speed Week of sorts. Super, super, super. Well, Brad, we're up against the clock. I want to thank you very much, and let's not forget the famous corkscrew at Laguna Seca or WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. But, Brad, I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Thank you very much. I want to thank my very special guest, the PR manager for WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Brad, you take care. Have a good one. Say hi to everybody out there for me. Again, I want to thank my listener for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget, every Tuesday night here on the Tantalk Radio Network between 7 and 8 p.m. for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com, and follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that other good stuff. In the meantime, I want to see you guys at the races car shows stay safe drive carefully and love your family i don't mean to be telling tales out of school but there's a fella in there who'll pay you ten dollars if you sing into his can downtown Dave. i'm not here to make a record you dumb cracker it broadcast me out on the radio w-t-a-n clearwater fm 106.1 w-e-c-f dade city tampa bay w-z-h-r zephyr hills fm 104.3 listen